trails is the road to the track. If it's running, you'll find it right here on Trail Tales ARP. Run wild. Hey everybody in podcast land, Sean Sobon here. Welcome to Trail Tales ARP. I've got a returning guest, ultra runner all the way from Melbourne, Australia, Ben Cordell. Ben, it's great to talk to you again and to see you again, man. How you been? Yeah, yeah I've been good, man. It's great to talk to you again too. I was, uh, was unsure how long we would uh, lapse before we had another session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, it was a little bit too long, but uh, we got you back on here now and... Uh, Good day to you, mate. I guess I'd say. How's that? Good. Is that all right? <laughs> yes, that's pretty good. I'm still rust. I'm I'm still not great with it. Good day, mate. <laughs> good day. Hey, that's better than mine. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your coffee going now? Yeah, I got my coffee. Uh, definitely a must on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, really any morning, but uh, you know, Sunday morning such as this. Yeah, that's it. Eh? It's that's the weird thing. We're so far apart in time zones. Your Sunday morning, I'm still Saturday, just getting into the evening now. So yeah, what's well, it like? Be... What's it like in the future? Oh, it's good. It's actually a beautiful day. It rained all yesterday, but to be fair, I would love for it to be Saturday night again. You know? Yeah, I hear you. Um, no, yeah, it's a beautiful day. It looks like it's shaping up. We actually have our uh, a baby shower today. So awesome! So yeah, be... we yeah. did. So we didn't talk about that last podcast. So you are going to be a father very soon yeah next month so congratulations on that man now this is this is uh baby number one yeah baby number one yeah. uh april 13th is the due date even though they tell you to throw that out the uh out the window for the firstborn um, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, very excited very nervous pretty yeah. scared i've been practicing uh changing diapers on like little stuffed animals or stuff like that no no no, <laughs> no. not yet uh <laughs> I, I had a little bit of experience with my with my niece I'm, I'm sorry my well yeah i guess my niece but my nephew like and I, when i say a little i mean like once or twice um but yeah now it's more of a shoot from the hip kind of guy so i'll just learn on the fly really yeah you know it's funny i think uh every single one of my kids has pooped on me so just, oh, really? uh, just 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 a heads up man it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah someone was mentioning that and it's um it's not a boy so i was also i was also told that boys tend to you know when the cold air hits there oh yeah oh weakest, yeah. yeah i discovered i discovered this funny thing called the pptp and it's it's, it's <laughs> exactly what you think <laughs> it's a little little thing you put on top of there like, yeah, to stop. yeah that's funny <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. it's so funny so yeah um that's that's really awesome news man and, and congratulations i'm excited for you and uh you know you have to send me some pictures and stuff when she's born so that's pretty yeah, cool. We'll, yeah, that's we'll pretty do. cool. So yeah. let's let's talk about your running, man. So you're still running strong. I saw on Strava you had like a you had a big run recently, like a 46k run or something like that. Uh yeah. So last Monday I did a, a just over a marathon in a local park, Listerfield. Yep. Just maintaining, not really junk miles. Like I was actually trying to contribute to my to my um my effort but yeah did about 46k then and then um of course the two bays we were talking about earlier yeah so last time you were on the show the two bays race was not too far away and now it's come and gone so let's talk about that man um remind us the distance and and what the race was all about before we get talking into the specifics of it 
So the uh, the Two Bays Trail Race was it's from uh, Port Phillip Bay. Well, sorry, from Cape Shank to Port Phillip Bay and then back. It's uh, on the southeast side of Melbourne in Victoria, <clears throat> and uh, they have two two races. You have the 56k, which is an out and back, and you have your 28k, which starts in Germana or Cape or, um, Phillip Bay and comes to Cape Shank. Um, myself i did the 56k uh yeah it, it went pretty well um it's basically only about 1200 ish meters gain and you it's fairly flat running from bay to bay uh beautiful very scenic there's a little bit of a little bit of flat that's you know kind of repetitive and mm, not terribly uh pretty on the eyes i mean it's, it's all great don't get me wrong but um, yeah but then you get to the mountain where uh where they have arthur's seat uh, I, I have a feeling any commonwealth country has an arthur's seat somewhere um and then yeah come down to germana and go back beautiful beautiful sights on the mountain beautiful sights at cape shank um yeah and i think i my goal was to i set out to try to run sub six hours and i ended up running sub five and a half so I was wow, you destroyed your goal. That's that's yeah, that's very good, man. Yep. And uh I didn't I didn't place, I didn't get top I, when I say place, I mean top ten. I didn't place, but I was pretty close. My buddy uh I think he got top I think he was eleventh. So that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I always say, man, like just completing an ultra is a huge accomplishment. So when you get into that upper echelon, man, that's just like that's insane, man. So you know, it's always a nice secondary goal to have, I guess, eh, to see if you can do that. But I mean, beating your, your time goal by that much is, that's a huge accomplishment. Now, when you were, when you were running the race, did you know, like you were going, you were well ahead of where you wanted to be, or was this just like a surprise that kind of, when you got near the end there? Yeah. Whenever, whenever we got to the turnaround point, I was probably moving a bit too quick, which, okay. which only meant that I would probably suffer. And I did actually end up suffering after we kind of uh, ascended the mountain again and then descended, um, basically after we climbed the mountain again, there was a pretty long kind of just barely inclined dirt road that I just kind of burned out on, but ended up catching a second win. So, so yeah, we got, got to the halfway point. I was a bit, I was going a bit faster as, as people typically do. I'm, I'm still, um victim to the running too fast in the beginning yeah. and then i ended up just kind of trying to recalculate and re reassess how, how fast i was going in the second half and i kind of slowed it down a bit um but not too much to suffer my time and end up still smashing it um actually <clears throat> on the way on the way uh to the to the turnaround there was a, a rusty fence and oh, it was no. kind of like you, you kind of they kind of corral you through you go from like a, a road to into a trail and they i guess they have these for animals or whatever or to keep bikes or vehicles to get in the trail whatever yeah so it's like a corral and it was a rusty fence and there was a like a piece of the piece of the fence kind of or a piece of the um, metal sticking up sharp edge and i just went to go turn around around the corral and it just rubbed right along my arm and, and i thought at first i'm like oh my god I'm, like I'm, I'm gonna be bleeding out like it was right across my wrist and it was pretty it was fairly deep and, the, and i still have the scar 
but like I have blood dripping down my hand for <laughs> uh, it eventually dry. But like every time I run out to somebody, oh my god, is are you okay? And I'm like, no, nah, yeah, it's fine. It stopped bleeding. It's just dry now. But like blood all down my hand. It was pretty gory. Oh my um, gosh, did you get any pictures of that? Um, I don't think I did. I don't think I did, but maybe you can kind of see the scar there. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. It was just straight across. And as soon as I did it, it was like instantly like I couldn't stop it. Like it just had to let it go. That's how quick it happened. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Casualties of war, I guess. I know. Right. You know, it, it literally like blood, sweat and tears goes into these runs. eh? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. At least I didn't, you know, face plant or anything like that going down the hill which you know is not terribly fun to do it's definitely fun fun to watch <laughs> yes that's <laughs> <for> someone, sure. <laughs> as long as they're okay of course because yeah. you know your first thing you say is oh my god are you all right and they're like yeah yeah i'm fine you're like oh great because you just smashed your face it was great yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah. true man i yeah. you know i don't know if this happened after i, I talked to you last i was out with uh piper I think probably after I talked to you, but I was out with Piper at uh, Boyne Valley Provincial Park, not too far from me. And we were going out for a trail run. And uh, I, I use this uh, in the in the winter time anyways, it's called this Max Wax. It's like a Vaseline stuff you put on their paws just to protect them from whatever, right? And any yep. salt and stuff. Not that there's really salt here, but anyways, I forgot to put it on her. So I, I stopped her and to go back to the car and I stopped her on the ice. Next thing I know, man, both my feet are up in the air. I just crashed hard. And I was laughing so hard at myself because I fell. I was like, why didn't anybody get that on camera? Nobody was around. Eh? So I kind of got off and I just like, hey, we're good. Let's keep running. But I was I was laughing for a good five minutes after that. Because even when I fall myself, I just can't help it, man. Yeah. yeah uh, some, something about seeing that or being part of it, you know? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's fun. It's funny. Yeah, you you almost wish somebody would have caught on a camera. But at the same time, you get up, you look around, you're like, I hope nobody saw that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. So you got this cut on your wrist. You know, the fence tried to murder you, and uh, obviously, it didn't. It didn't succeed in that. But and and they said that was about the halfway point in the race. Oh, no, that was no, that was like seven k in. So oh my I, gosh, that's you know, a great thing. I was worried. I was, you know, of course, my initial, all the stuff running through my brain, I'm like, oh, I got to get tetanus now. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, am I going to bleed out? And then, oh, man, I'm going to be taken out of a race 8K in for a cut on the wrist. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but not, I just ended up running. The salt kind of felt not great, but it, I guess kind of healed the wound and, you know, just kept pushing through. Eventually, I forgot about it. It didn't, yeah. didn't feel great at first, but you forget about it once you get the pain in the in the quads and everything so yeah exactly so um the race now is it is it uh is it all trail or is it like a mixture of terrain um it was it started off at cape shank so you're running along not like on the edge but you you're basically right on the water and it's okay. massive cliff face you could see the ocean kind of mangling the the, the rocks and everything oh, and then wow. you cut up cut up in um kind of run a little bit of farmland kind of up and down still still within the realm of the beach but you know as as you get two or three k in the beach is just gone <clears throat> and then it's fairly flat all trail uh there's just before the hill uh, arthur seat hill it's 
probably like a K and a half or two, maybe three, I, something like that of a downhill um, gravel path. Uh, gra- okay. Sorry, gravel gravel road, like somebody's driveway in the farm. And then that's pretty much, oh yeah. And then um, <clears throat> from the from the mountain down to Germana, it's it's all road. Yeah, that, that was kind of brutal. So that was probably about two, two and a half K downhill of road and then two and a half K uphill of road. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when, when you're talking seven or eight K of road and the rest trail, that's not much really at all to worry about. No, not really. So, I mean, that answers my next question anyway. So you obviously are running in trail shoes. There's no point in. <clears throat> yeah. In, in yeah, not, yeah, definitely. Right? yeah, definitely running trail shoes. Um, I don't really, if there's going to be, even if half of it will be trail, I typically just for the aggressive tread and the and kind of the the toe protection i'll always run trail trail runners um yeah i don't i don't my road shoes i really only do it on this the, you know kind of the the local runs around here my junk miles if you will yeah yeah no i i totally agree with you i think it doesn't make much sense to take your road shoes if you're going to go on on the trail even if it's you know a decent amount on the road because you know your trail shoes are going to perform better on the road than your road shoes will perform on a trail for sure so yeah like, yeah like even today i was out with piper and we're you know she stopped to do her business so i had to go to the garbage can and drop off her her deposit there and we got like a major snow melt now but i just stepped on the grass had my road shoes on and almost wiped out but i didn't i kind of did like a little little i don't know little jig dance there but uh i stayed on my feet so. yeah, yeah yeah i don't know I, I don't know if my trail shoes would have helped me there at all or not but anyway so yes um i did Injured myself one time with, uh, with, well, not, not, I mean, it was just kind of a, a niggle, if you will, but, um, wearing trail shoes on a, on a road race. Uh, it was actually in deep Creek, Maryland. There was like a, it was, we were snowboarding at a, at a local hill, if you will. Okay. Um, and there was a five miler race on the road that I thought I'd sign up for last minute. And, uh, I, I think I, I think the temperature was like, negative 15 c which is nothing to you up there but um and i ended up the only thing i had brought were my trail running my solomons and they were really hard really hard sole and i ended up trying i ended up running really fast this five miler and and i I had to wear i don't remember exactly the pain that day but i remember the day after my my itb is itb might be itb was really i don't know if like my kneecap was kind of rubbing the wrong way or if i put way too much impact too much hard impact on my on my left knee but for a year i had to wear a strap around my knee and that was the only way to relieve the pain so i could run and then at some point i just took it off and the pain was gone but like for a year i had i could not run without some kind of strap just around above my knee you know no kidding because my yeah, because my what, what are they? Uh, I don't know the medical term, but uh, patella. Is the patella is a kneecap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. The patella. I was like, is that the stuff that you put on the bread? The, <laughs> the hazelnut spread. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, no, the patella was like rubbing wrong. So whenever I put the strap on, it like kind of corrected it. I don't know how, but um, it worked. Kept oh, wow. running, and then I, after a year, I took it off, and it was fine. So, yeah. um, and that was from. Uh, kind of get sidetracked that was for wearing trail shoes on on only a road race yeah so i i'm very yeah i i, I would never wear even if it's like icy uh, 
And some people like when it's icy with road shoes, they'll they'll put spikes in their shoes. No, yeah. just take either take it easy or don't run. Like no, no, you know, no, no sense in trying to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's interesting those those spikes. So I bought a set of spikes last winter and they're the ones you gotta screw in to the sole of the shoe. And I haven't had the heart to do it to my new shoes. So I just got new trail shoes before this the winter started. So I haven't used them yet, but I ended up buying these pair, it's just like a strap you put on you know, you strap them onto your shoe. And anyways, I tried them out for, for a run last weekend. We ended up doing, I think just like a 20 K trail run. It was really neat. Cause I was out exploring this new trail I hadn't been on before. And so I used them and they were, they were cheap, like dollar store stuff. Like I paid four bucks for them. So they were one run and done, like all the, the strap was ripped yeah. off and stuff. And there was one part, it was so icy on this, on the small decline on the single track, like they actually did dig in and help me, but I ended up just sliding down on my butt because it was like, it was still too much work. I'm like, I got to get hurt here. So we just, we just slid my buddy, Victor was with me and we just kind of, he went first. I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. So we just slid down and finished it off that way. I hit a tree on the way down, but uh, it was feet first. So I was okay. But yeah, I don't know. Like I haven't tried those other ones, but uh, I know in the past, like we've gone on some, some winter trail runs and I didn't have any spikes on and he did. And uh I wiped out about six times and he didn't. <laughs> so yeah. I think they help, but yeah, like you said, you just kind of take it easy. And, you know, for the most part, uh, I don't end up falling that bad. So yeah, it's just some of those greasy areas, but yeah, man. So, but you don't have to deal with any of that where you are now. No, no. Yeah. I think since I've been here, uh, I've seen snow aside from, cause you can go to the Alpines and snowboard in Australia, believe it or not. I've, you know um, what? I've heard that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they, they, there's uh, there's at least three or four resorts that I know of, but apparently there's more scattered up in the Alpines. Um, and I've been on runs here where you've gone, I don't know, about 500 meters above sea level, and it'll start to snow. Like, we went to the, the, the Cathedral Ranges, which is northeast of here, and uh, we had a, a pretty gnarly day. I mean, it, we again above 500 meters and it goes from about 300 to 900 meters right yep. so anywhere above 500 meters it would snow because it got cold enough but as soon as you drop below there it was there was a definite like like a thermo level or whatever they call that um you could definitely feel the, the difference in temperature but um the cathedral ranges are, are, are really known for their kind of gnarly rock formations just kind of in the middle of nowhere so literally they look like cathedrals and wow. um and my buddy my buddy was like before this before this run he was like oh yeah the first um two two or three k are, are pretty technical yeah they're pretty technical but um after that it, it's technical but it's not not like the first 2k but like you know it'll be slow going and and you know if we're lucky we'll see snow because it's supposed to snow and the first 2k of this run technical is not the word i would use technical technical is you're really kind of playing tetris with your feet on a downhill trying to figure out where you're going to put your feet next you're not really using your hands <laughs> this this was probably like low level rock climbing you no know kidding. like it, there was we could have possibly used rope you know what i mean that's that's <laughs> and at one point we're going through a cave and i've got to take off my pack and I've got to turn sideways and hold my pack out because it's a, a bit too narrow. And like you could see through the caves, so it wasn't a problem. But I'm like, this yeah. isn't 
this isn't technical, mate. This is this is hiking, rock climbing. Yeah, and, you're, you're no longer running gonna, anymore. Yeah, and I have photos of that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll flick them to you. It's actually Please pretty do. funny. Like at one point, I'm going through the cave, and I just you know having a good time, but it's snowing outside. It's cold. And I'm just laughing. I'm, my buddy's like, "What's funny?" I'm like, "You said technical," <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just losing my, losing my crap, you know. Just, yeah. But oh my gosh, it was, uh, it was a good day though, and that was the Cathedral Ranges. So, yeah. and that was, that was one of three times that I've run in snow here. That's pretty cool, man. I never would have would have even thought that was possible in Australia. So, how do you dress for a run like that? Do you bring some extra layers with you, or do you just kind of go and? warm up and you're okay with the short and shirts or sh well, shirt and shorts <laughs> yeah I, what what's funny is in america or north america even you'd prepare for that and i don't know if since i've been here i've i just i have thinner uh, blood or what in america no problem dress i wear my my under armor uh cold gear maybe some some waterproof gloves maybe a, a like a, a thermal jacket or you know probably just under armor cold sure. as well um here wear the same stuff and i i just i don't know i i still i can't handle it i can't like that that race nearly broke me because my hands i didn't my gloves weren't necessarily waterproof so my hands are cold but my body was you know perfectly fine and towards the end of it if my hands get cold like throw everything out the window i could i could be like a you know polar bear everywhere else but if my hands are are at all like not frostbitten but if they get you know a bit too cold or wet yeah. I, I i suffer i suffer very very dramatically um no kidding so eh? so so running here in the cold i i don't know maybe it's because it's so rare for you to run in temperatures that cold that you don't necessarily want to buy the best of the best gear so, yeah, but I have like, all my gear. I have all my gear that I had in North America here. So I, I just don't. I think I'm just softening, I guess, since I've been here. You know, <laughs> you, know it, you know, you do make a valid point though, because I was just talking about this the other day, and we had like a beautiful, gorgeous couple days last week. It was like 15 Celsius. We went up to 18 Celsius one day, and for me, that was like ah, oh, like to feel the warmth in the air again and in the breeze, and. I was like, this is dangerous though, because it's going to get cold again. And you can adjust so easily and almost instantly to the warm weather to get out and run, but then to adjust to the colder climate and to the cold wind and the weather and stuff, man, that takes some time. I need a, I need a couple of weeks to get used to running in the cold again. I think the biggest mistake is I saw this poor guy walking his dog this morning and it was like, you know, it's sunny outside now, but it was, you know, minus two this morning. So not terribly cold, but the wind made it feel colder but it looks nice because it's sunny. So what do we do? We like, we don't dress appropriately because, oh, it's sunny. I'm just going to wear a sweater. So that's what this guy did. He just wore a sweater and he's freezing because I can see him. He's all hunched up. He's got his hood on and his dog's walking and he does, he looks miserable. I'm like, see, he fell, he fell, uh, he fell victim to the sun, right? He's like, oh, it's sunny outside. And we had those nice days. And like, no, man, you got to stay in winter mode still. <laughs> don't, yeah. uh, don't lose your, your wits just yet because, uh, you know, here where we are, we've like, we're going to get another blast of winter. I just know it, even though everything's melting now, but uh, yeah, I just, you just got to keep that mentality. Like, no, it's so cold. Cause I went out for a run today and I still wore uh, two layers on my legs and three on, on up top. And uh, you know, because it was so windy, it helped. Cause I'm like, I, yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to be cold. I hate being cold like that, but 
I can run, I can run in minus 25 Celsius or, or, or worse. And uh, as long as I'm dressed appropriately, it's fine. Like you don't really feel it, but yeah, man, you're right. Like if you're used to, you know, especially now, like in your summertime, I know you're getting near the fall now, but um, you know, it's really warm there. You go into a cold, cold uh, environment. It's going to be hard to, to get used to that for sure. Yeah. Especially uh, like our, our climate here in the winter is, maybe 10 12 13 on average in the winter during the day and then it, it can drop to zero at night but it, down here in i guess what you would call a valley although it's probably just a plain um it probably doesn't if it gets to zero it'll it won't it won't hover there long and it definitely won't be nights in a row and it'll always get back up above seven eight nine during the day i yeah. don't think i've ever seen a uh a 1 p.m. Uh, temperature any day ever below five here ever um, yeah which is still cold if you're again if you're used to 40 degree days in the summer but yeah now and i hear uh, at least i've seen memes like oh you know canada we this is this is the only second winter like wait for third and fourth winter <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like, and then fall, fall fall spring and then like third winter yeah yeah it's so true when i moved up to uh to shelburne from mississauga or it's only about like an hour and 20 minutes north of the city but uh i look on the forecast and we're always about two to three degrees celsius cooler where i am because we're they call us like the top head of ontario we're at like the highest elevation above sea level here so we're in a snow belt we get all this stuff and you know, I learned a new phrase when I moved up here. It was April showers bring snow plowers. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's so true, man. I have a picture up um, on my Instagram account um, from last May. I think it was May 14th or 15th. And we were, we were having a blizzard. I was out walking Piper when she was a puppy. I'm like, oh, nice spring walk here with my dog. And yeah. It was like just sideways snow right across, man. But yeah, so yeah, we're not yeah. we're not out of the woods yet. But uh you know warmer days are just ahead yeah but you guys like in terms of driving in this weather you guys could drive through it with like a little mazda miata no problem if you give you know a, te <laughs> a texan you know like a snow cat with the, the the best lift ever and 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 they get a dusting they don't know how to drive so <laughs> i mean it, it's all you know what i mean you guys are definitely more much more used to that kind of kind of weather whereas you know americans are not at yeah. least not the southern, southern americans. not the southern ones yeah the, the northern yeah. the northern states are pretty much on very yeah. yeah buffalo buffalo oh yeah buffalo is pretty much we, yeah. we should just we should just Yeah. But yeah, man, it's it's just I guess we need that. You all know how I love to run with Piper the Wonder Dog. Her safety and health are my number one priority when we're out on the trails together. And that's why I've been giving Piper Big Country Raw's all natural joint support supplements since she was a pup. Trailtails ARP is happy to provide you with a discount code for 10% off your order at bigcountryraw.ca. Thrive Joint Support Supplement contains MSN, glucosamine, and chondroitin, which help Piper's joints stay healthy by reducing inflammation and pain. It also provides the building blocks for reducing cartilage and provides increased cushioning for joints by drawing water into the canine joint cartilage. Big Country Raw has an enormous selection of supplements that help promote and maintain digestive health, skin, and coat health in joint support. 
They also carry a wide variety of all-natural raw pet food and treats. Big Country Raw products are all Canadian-made and use pasture-raised and free-range animals sourced from farmers and processors that abide by safe and ethical standards of care. All fish used are caught in the wild and the vegetables and fruits are all certified organic. Big Country Raw is currently only available in Canada and can ship your order to your door. Some restrictions apply. Visit bigcountryraw.ca and use the code TRAILTALES, one word, to receive your 10% discount today. Run wild! Speaking of winter though, man, I'm really going to miss this season. I had a great time with uh, like running outside with my dog. Like we, we did this Iron Paws stage race competition, which started on on New Year's Eve and you know it was eight weeks of just kind of running and accumulating miles and it was it was fun everything was virtual but uh, I had such a great time running with her and like I can access all the snowmobile trails from my backyard so I go up my front door there's a catwalk two doors down and I'm into the trail system you know I can go run out there for 20-30 kilometers on the trails and it's just amazing man and and she does so well in the winter time like I'm almost not looking forward to the warmer weather because she's going to get hot. I'm going to have to start carrying more water with me. And that's kind of, you know, kind of a pain, but uh, I mean, we'll transition, transition and uh, we'll get used to it, but I'm definitely going to miss winter. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I, I love the summertime. Yeah. Is, um, is this, these trails, the circuit of trails that you have there, do they have uh, water like river running, running water better yet? Not yeah yeah there's uh there's uh the Boyne river and that kind of runs there's actually like a small vein of it that runs in my backyard and when the snow was melting the other day it was actually quite flooded but it's all reset recessed now but yeah so we've got we've got running water all the time yeah yeah that'll be good like whenever you whenever you take uh i assume it's a girl dog yeah her? yeah yeah whenever you take her on a on a run if just as long as you have bodies of water near that it, you know not stagnant water yeah that's what i used to always do with my malamuse i think i had like a rule of thumb like if it gets above like 15 degrees or something maybe that's a bit too warm um i would like between 5 and 15 i would have to i would make sure there was water around like you can't just that way they can go get water whenever they want and they're not overheating but um yeah, yeah you, you you'll find yourself obviously like a 35 degree day is probably out of the question but anything below 20 is manageable with water and obviously not running them as fast as you can kind of thing yeah yeah um, no that's that's agree. very good advice yeah um and i have well i had a um, alaskan malamute in this i it's hard to run with them here, but um, I had Alaska Malamute in the States, so I don't know, I, I never killed them, so, <laughs> and it, and then I have two Alaska Malamutes now, which, you know, I, I should be able to run with in, 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 like, the dead of winter, maybe, like, eight o'clock at night when it's dark, yeah. but during the yeah. day, it's, it's almost out of the question here, because it just gets a bit too hot. Oh yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I, that's what I was kind of thinking ahead to in the next few months when it starts to get warm, like, especially in the middle of summer here, you know, our runs will either be in the evening when the sun's down or early morning before it gets too hot. And you know, they're not going to be as long as they normally w were in the winter, but uh, yeah, yeah. Piper, she's a, she's a mix, but she's got some Husky in her and a yellow lab and I think some German shepherd. And then we got her a sister not too long ago. She's only about 10 weeks now. And uh, her, dad's a oh, really? her dad's a Siberian Husky. Mom's an American Bulldog. So it's an interesting mix. She's really, really unique. She's sleeping now. But she's Brindle. And yeah, they're, they're bonding pretty good right now. So I can't wait till she's ready to start running with me. I'll get two, two dogs pulling me. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. 10-week-old ten, ten puppy, eh? 
Yeah. Oh man, it's so much work. It's like <laughs> it's yeah. almost like it's almost like having a newborn again, man. The first night yeah. I was up every two hours with her, and you yeah, know, yeah, you can't you can't leave her uh, out of your sight for too long. No, yeah, and you got to try to make sure if you're trying if you're potty training them or at least outdoors, and you're not doing one of those pads, you've got to let them out every three or four hours. Or oh, something that, like that that's just but, it. So she came to us trained with a pad, but obviously we don't want to keep that up. So. You know, there's yeah. been accidents, but uh, yeah, I have my my watch, my timer. It's every 15 minutes, man. I tried 25 minutes. That wasn't that wasn't long. I wasn't uh, short enough. She, she had yeah, an accident. Yeah. I went down to 20 minutes. Still wasn't good. So 15 minutes seems to be the magic number. And I bring Piper out with her, and she it's it's really neat because she watches Piper, and Piper knows what she's doing. So she just yeah, kind of yeah. watches her. It's like, oh okay, and I get better results when I bring her out with the other dog. So. Yeah, and they'll and they'll play with each other. So there's so there's you know those evenings when you come home and you're like, man, I really just can't be bothered. Yeah, <laughs> doing anything. They'll kind of wrestle because if you just have a puppy on their own, they're gonna want to bite you and play with you and like. But if you have two dogs, that's that's what I've found like a blessing is when we come home tired from work some days. They'll oh yeah, play with each other and get their energy out. So it's like, oh thank God. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely a must. I remember, like, we've actually got four now. I've got my two old ladies. They'll be 11 this year. And, uh, you know, they don't want too much to do with the younger dogs, but uh, they get along okay. But uh, yeah. when we started off with just one dog and we, we made the jump to two, I was really nervous. It's like, oh, man, that's like twice the work. But then, just like you said, it turned out that they entertained themselves and they were pretty self-sufficient. I was like, this is awesome, <laughs> you yeah. know, so... Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good to have a friend for them for sure. So and that's what we wanted for Piper, right? Because she's she's 13 months or 14 months now, and uh, I was like, okay, we got to get her get her dog closer to her age. I can keep up with her and stuff, and and I yeah. love it because it gets it gives me a great reason to get out there and get my miles in and run, right? So and my wife's yeah. happy. She's like, yeah, go go get those dogs tired. I'm like, perfect. I can yeah. go for a nice run now. So. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, man. So so listen, Ben, let me ask you. Um, what do you have planned now? Cause you've got the little one on the way. Um, do you have any last minute races before the big day or what are your future plans here? Um, uh, yeah. So the future plans for when the baby comes will be just try to get into a routine that will, you know, obviously the baby comes first, but if we can get yeah. into a routine where I can, we, should I say, can still kind of get out and exercise um and then i guess me particularly if i can do 5k here and there averaging 20k a week i'll be happy um obviously the first two or three weeks probably not going to be much running at all yeah. um and yes i do have i had a race yesterday which was only a half marathon uh trail it's called sharpie's beer run nice and then and then we have my last one before the baby comes is, well, my last organized race uh, is next Saturday called Duncan's, Duncan's Run. And it's a 50K. Um, they have a, they have a hundred K on that, on that series, but um, my buddy didn't want to run uh, the hundred K there, which is fine. I mean, I, I could have run it, but we usually carpool yeah. so, <laughs> instead of, instead of me having him, hang around for five hours while i keep running i was like oh, i'll just do a 50 with you just so, a 50 no big deal <laughs> you say yeah. it so nonchalantly <laughs> well i i don't know if i said this last time i hope i didn't um i ever since the first half marathon i ran in baltimore the baltimore uh running festival yeah i had a serious fear of missing out 
whenever I saw all the marathoners coming in and I had just run the half marathon. So I had always had kind of like a internal rule that if, if I'm going to run a race and there's, you know, a marathon, 50K, 100K, I was always going to run the, the biggest distance just so that I didn't have that fear. Because that, I don't know, whenever you're running it, you're like, oh yeah, I just did a marathon. And then you're looking at the 50K, it's like, Oh, but they just did, you know, an extra 8K. Uh, probably could have done that. You just feel bad. You feel like you're missing out. You feel like you could have done more. So I always had this kind of internal thing saying, never never do the lesser of the distances, always do the most. And that's worked up until now. Um, yeah. I, I, totally, I totally get that, man. It's like, you know, it's funny because so I have a small group of friends and we're doing this kind of like healthy living challenge for for the next for 12 weeks i think we're five weeks into it now so every week i put out like a you know a physical challenge for everybody so this week was you know i did this whole like wrestling promo like pretending i was hulk hogan i was like hey we're all going to be doing push-ups and sit-ups this week and you're going to failure and whoever whoever gets the most gets some bonus points because we all put in money and then the winner's going to take the pot and donate it to charity of their choice right so i was like all right push-up time so i ended up uh you know, doing my push-ups, And when I felt I was done, it's almost like you said, like, no, I, I got to do at least, at least one more. And I did that one. Okay. One more. So I ended up doing, I think four push-ups beyond what I thought I was going to do. And what was, you know, sorry, my dog's going to be barking here, but um, yeah. So I did that, but I was like, yeah, you just got to do that. So it's just like the run, right? Like you said, you're happy, you accomplished, you know, running a half marathon or a marathon. You're like, oh man, I could have done more probably. Right. And you, yeah. it's like, now I got to start all over again to get to that point. So I totally get it. Well, that's effectively the baseline on how you improve everything. You know, you just yeah. do a little more. Oh, I'm going to do a five mile run. Okay. Well, tomorrow or next week, I'm going to do five miles and maybe I'll run an extra 200 meters or maybe I'll run another mile. You just keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep challenging yourself. And then you get to a hundred miles and you're like, eh, I think I'm done. <laughs> no, 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 um, yeah no that's that's it well, with like you said with push-ups you do 30 push-ups and you get there and you're like oh, i got a bit more in me so you get 35 and then you're done then you yeah. come tomorrow and you, now your body can kind of handle 35 assuming you've given your time time off of rest you do 35 and you're like oh maybe i can do 40 that's how people improve absolutely that's, uh, and that's kind of yeah kind of where i was going with um you know running the bigger distances i I want the challenge and I don't want to go home thinking, Oh, there could have been more. I could have been more. Um, yeah. Like I, I ran a half marathon yesterday, the Sharpies beer run, like I was just saying. And uh, I was holding top 10. Like I was, I think seventh or eighth, the whole race. And if you look on Strava, you can see there's an extra loop that I did. I took a wrong turn oh, and no. that, wrong, that wrong turn cost me, one like eighth eighth position um 10 spots actually so 10 people passed me when i did that extra 800 meters i was so i was i'm i'm still not over it obviously but you know what though you finish in first place for the (laughs) 21.9 yeah 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 (laughs) nobody else ran that it was actually (laughs) it was actually 20 a half marathon ish so it was actually 22 and some change but i I ended up finishing 23k and like 18th place but yeah still 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 a good number but i could have been top 10 i know know. yeah oh man yeah 
you know, you got to just look at the silver lining. You're the first place finisher of the distance you ran, though. Nobody else yeah, ran that. Uh, yeah, that, that. Yeah, that's very true. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. You know, just get your little black magic marker and write that on the medal and first place, yeah. first place, whatever, 20, 22.8. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it didn't, it didn't help that it's called a beer run. So we, <laughs> we, my buddy and I always drink the two a lot of, because you could, the, the bar opens, if you will, um, a half hour before the race. So my buddy and I actually drink our two IPAs before the race. Nice. So if you take one of the guys on the race was like, oh man, I shouldn't have had that. Cause they have a beer tent like halfway yeah. and you can get free beer there. Like you don't actually give your, your tickets for that. It's just, you know, beer for anyone want, wants to have a beer during a run. And uh, this makes Australians sound like alcoholics. Um, <laughs> and uh, this one guy c- coming up the hill, he got a beer and he's like, oh man, I should have, I sh- definitely should have waited till the end. I, and I, I was thinking to myself like, man, I already had my two beers in the beginning. Like <laughs> keep up brother. Keep up. If, if you don't want it, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then I'll uh, probably, man. yeah, it's, it was a good run. It's our second year in a row doing that run. So I think yeah. that that'll stay on the, uh, stay on the schedule to keep running that every year. It's pretty fun. That's awesome, man. So yeah, going back to kind of, you you know, your, your future running and trying to do that, you know, it's a 20 K a week or whatever. I think that's, that's going to be totally doable for you. Um, you know, with, with my little ones they are seven and five now. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I've, I've been doing since they've been kind of born or born. And, you know, I'm actually having a really good running year this year. And I really got to thank having my dogs for that. Cause it, like I said, it gets me out of the house more often. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's totally doable. And um like I said, I'll, I'll ship you down my jogging stroller. <laughs> this will be the last season I use it for my five-year-old and she'll grow out of it and she'll be coming with her bike on me when I run. But man, I'm just so excited for you for the future and stuff and, you know, doing the jogging stroller and, and having your daughter there with you. And, you know, she, for her and the way it is for my kids now, it's a normal part of life. Like last week, my son came running with me and I have another buddy who's gotten into running and our sons are the same age. So they came with us and they ran two kilometers with us and they loved it. And Sawyer actually asked me if she could go running today with me. So I'm going to get him on the treadmill after we're done and and let him run on the treadmill for a bit. And I don't know if you've got one now, but that's another good tool to have if you can't get out of the house because you're, you're helping with, with dad, daddy duty or whatever. Right. So he's okay. Jump out into the garage for 20, 30 minutes and and get a nice run in and you go from there. yeah, you just got to work around your circumstances, right? Because everything kind of changes and stuff and you'll be fine, yeah. man. You'll be absolutely fine. It's going to be exciting times ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. Uh, yeah, definitely. Def- I didn't even think to get a treadmill. I was like, oh man, am I really going to be able to get away for a cup? But that's a great idea, actually. Yeah. A treadmill, yeah. I'll just, yeah, if I can... If within a minute, just hop off and go do what I got to do, you know? Exactly, man. Like, like even often now like if my wife's at work and i'm home with the kids i know like during the day i'm not gonna have time to do anything so i get in the bed and then you know instead of me going to bed because i'm tired i'm okay i'll just get out in the go out in the garage and go on the treadmill now right so i get a lot of my runs in that way too is you know once everybody's kind of sleeping and i I keep the garage door open like into the house so if i do hear anything i can just you know like i said hit stop and just jump in and go take care of it so yeah 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 man yeah you'll you'll find ways you'll find ways and you'll get creative and Everything will be fine, man. So listen, Ben, before we close this up, dude, I want to do some rapid fire questions, something I've been doing with with, with my guests. And I, I kind of, I stole the idea from a, a good friend of mine, Norm and uh, Jody. They've got a, a running podcast. I've got to run racing. They're actually race directors. 
here in uh, Orangeville, just south of me, and uh, they do this rapid fire thing. So I'm going to give them credit because I've been kind of doing that with my guests too. And uh, they actually have, uh, I might, if they are able to hold the races in person this year, I might be doing a 50k at Chase the Coyote. And then they've got oh, yeah. this, they've got this new run. Um, it's in Alliston. It's called the the Rainbow Trail Run. And I think they want to make it a hundred K. I don't know if it's a hundred mile or hundred K, but it's going to be kind of like a, be called like a washing machine where you go around is in a loop. And then when you do one lap, you go back the other way and you just keep doing that. It's got like camping facilities there and everything. So that'll be neat too. That'll be neat too. But listen, okay. So here we go um what what shoes are you running in right now uh nike pegasus 35 well there's a whole list but nike pegasus 35 is my go-to right now okay and um what color are they uh they are gray with a little tr yellow trim nice uh what is your favorite post-run indulgence uh probably a beer or uh mcdonald's french fries <laughs> oh mcdonald's french fries nice man yeah, if, yeah. With the salt and everything. Oh, that's good stuff. I have, that's the yeah. first, you're the first one to say McDonald's French fries, but beers, beers are pretty common one. And okay. Since we're talking beer, what's your favorite beer? Uh, Victoria bitter, which um, they call VB here, but that's only because I'm here now. It's changes. If I come back to the States, <laughs> there you go. Eh? And um, obviously I'm going to know this answer, but it's one I ask uh, your favorite terrain to run on road trail or track uh definitely trail. yeah that's not a surprise eh and yeah. uh yeah and um last one and harry you know it favorite hockey team uh washington capitals <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's good stuff dude so listen um i really appreciate talking to you again and, and all the best with your your daughter on the way um you know it's gonna be Pretty exciting times ahead. Life will change a bit. One last thing to say, my friend, and that is to run wild. Run wild. We'll talk to you again. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Trail Tales ERP now has a brand new YouTube channel. You can head over there for our website and check out all our latest videos. And please don't forget to subscribe. You can also leave us a review on wherever you get our podcast from. That would be greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at trail underscore tales underscore ARP.